Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. By this time, you would have seen that there are quite a few prophecies that will be coming through. So I would advise you to take your time with the messages. Take your time as you are going through these messages. There have been at least 30 or more messages put up in about two weeks or a little over. And so each one deserves your time. Each one deserves for you to hear and understand the message of the Lord because each, each message is an important piece in a complete whole. And so who knows how the algorithm is recommending things to you or not. Um, I have heard that people are saying they are being unsubscribed. YouTube does do that with certain channels. And this is why I always ask you to at least try and subscribe on one of the alternative channels. There's Brighteon, there's BitChute, and there's Rumble. And so if you subscribe to one of those channels, you'll be sure that you will actually see all the prophecies there, especially BitChute and Brighteon because they have playlists and some of the playlists that you can find on BitChute and Brighteon you cannot find here on um, TMV blog here on YouTube. And so uh, if you subscribe there, you'll be able to go through the playlists. I know it's not the same video clarity, but you can still listen and it's still helpful. And uh, I guess you would just have to go two to three weeks back on YouTube yourself just to see that you haven't missed anything. You can watch at your own pace, and I always do recommend personally that you don't binge on these. I have had 10 years to receive these words from the Lord, and yes, I will say that as I've gotten to, as the years have passed, the last few years, they come so regularly, sometimes six dreams in a night, sometimes one after the other, sometimes it's not dreams, the Lord will simply start a conversation and bring forth a prophecy. Sometimes it will be a vision. Whatever the case may be, I have had definitely the privilege of stewarding the Heavenly Father's thoughts for this time. And I pray that he will be pleased with my labor. This prophecy is not yet published on the Master's Voice blog, so it will appear there in written form when I have the time to do so. So I'm just reading from the notes and this prophecy will be called the words of the lord simply because that is what they are i've always said that sometimes i will receive a full prophetic download or a full dream that i can express for you sometimes it is just thoughts that the lord gives snippets of thoughts and then what i do is i just simply put those in my journal i put those aside and eventually they build up their six they're eight, they're four or five. And then I can just do a compendium, so to speak, and I put them up. So this one will simply be called the words of the Lord. And it was September and October, and it covers a whole lot of different areas. So let us go. September 11, I was sleeping and I was dreaming of people contacting me. So that was the dream I was having. I was dreaming people were contacting me and they were all saying the same things about New York. And they were saying that I am a liar in saying that New York will experience a tsunami. They were saying that New York will never be destroyed. 
They were actually very strong in the types of words and phrases they were using. And they were saying that New York would live on a hundred years more. And they were rebuking me and saying many things. And that is the dream that I woke up from on, ironically, September 11. And when I woke up, the Lord said to me that I should take all things in my stride, which I certainly strive to do. And then he just gave a few short words, and here they are. Tsunami in the harbor. This is the New York harbor. Tsunami in New York. Deluge. Flood. An outpouring of the sea upon the land. Terrible floods also in Jacksonville, Mississippi, and Texas will get hit again with water. So that was just that. Ten days later, on September 22nd, 2022, I was half asleep. You know, in that place, you're not fully awake at all, but you're not fully sleeping. And the Lord said, I will flood the world. I will drown areas of it completely so that they will never be seen again. I will bring water disasters and walls of water upon those who will not worship me, but continue to raise up idols in their land. Those places will be washed away. I will complete the purification that I started at Jerusalem when I was purifying my temple of the money changers and the other sinners who had gathered there. Soon the wicked of the earth will be no more. A 400-foot wall of water will consume them, but it will be more than that. Many lands will be washed clean of their idols before the great day of the Lord. This is the first time that I ever heard from God a particular height. And I cannot say to anyone that I have an estimation of what 400 feet of water looks like. All I know is that in the tsunami prophecies that I've brought against New York City, the water was higher than anything that was built here. It was, it was an unimaginable height. And when it was coming, you could see that the height of that water was more than anything that we had here on the, on the landmass. And God says that similar water disasters will hit many nations that have idols before the great day of the Lord. And I've already done the idol prophecies about how much God hates idolatry, whether you're raising up human idols in the land, human people that are worshiped as gods, their every word, the entire nation is transfixed upon it, celebrity people, all of that. I have covered those things. And God was speaking about Florida. And God was saying that the, the kind of sin that people are doing there in in Florida, um, in Miami, the kind of things, the kind of drug dealer things and, and cartel things and human trafficking. And there are two prophecies that highlighted Florida. One of them was the human trafficking process, um, trafficking prophecy. I will link it below. The, the name escapes me now, but I was watching a man, as I said, at a computer screen with one of those huge monitors, and he was buying a woman specifically to rape. And then after he would rape her for, I guess, as long as he wanted, he would put this woman on these, the boat, 
The name of the boat escapes me now. It is some kind of mechanized boat that rides on top of the bayou. Some, some kind of boat that almost is like a bike, but it's more like a boat and it's open. It's not, doesn't look like a boat boat. The name is just totally gone from my head, but thank you. Um, I'm sure that you understand what I mean. So we don't need to leave so many hundreds of comments about what the boat is, but whatever that boat is that rides on the bayou and people just, you know, they put a couple of beers there and then they go out and they hang out for fun. I saw that after that man had done that, he was going to cut that woman all over her body so that she was bleeding. And then you just simply roll that person off into the bayou, which is a swamp. It's a very deadly type of swamp that has predators in there. Um, it has crocodiles or alligators, whichever one in there and, and deadly water snakes. And when they sense blood, they come and people die. And God was saying that there are a lot of skulls in the bayous of America. And he was mentioning Tennessee. And he also mentioned that Florida has these bayous and that a lot of people die there. And the other prophecy that Florida featured in prominently was the one about the sex industry flop house, where they have these very stately houses. You would never think that anything but a rich old lady and her two cats was living in that house. But if you enter into that mansion, you will find that it is a psychedelic funhouse of sexual doom for whoever is caught and trapped in that house. It is the kind of place where politicians and rich people and even people from the neighborhood, uh, women who have ordinary jobs or they work in the government, some of them, and they're just, you know, governmental aides, but because they have been told where the hookup is, they come to these places and they actually have boyfriends in captivity so Florida was guilty of that. And the Lord was saying that the kind of floods and waves and water disasters that will hit Florida, the things that we have seen is not what God is talking about. God was saying that there will be death toll and that the news media who always sanitizes everything before presenting it to us here in the United States. So there's a casualty. We will not see that people have passed away. They will scrub the image and just put blur, 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 because apparently when you blur real life on the TV, then people think, oh, it wasn't so bad. But God says that thanks to the social media age, people will be uploading pictures of people floating face down in the water. And he says, because social media being what it is, these moderator people cannot keep up with thousands and hundreds of thousands uploading pictures of tragedy at the same time. And he said, America, you will see in real time the cost for your disobedience. So that is one specific word that came. And please bear in mind when this huge tsunami comes to New York, to those who were asking, water is not direct. It's not going to pour directly on the city and then just keep itself neatly together. It's going to be East Coast devastation and that water is going to push so far inland I have shared in the old prophecies that I saw that America will have a massive division in the middle and a huge new formation of her Great Lakes. Many parts of this country are going to be completely submerged, even in places. God says that there are places who are traditionally dry and traditionally predictable. People can predict down to the cupful how much rainfall they're going to get but he will inundate this country with so much water, so much flooding that he said people who are not prepared to be exposed to water at 
all will be struggling. This is places like Georgia, where as soon as they get more than the two inches of snow they're used to, the whole city shuts down and the snow plow guys are out there as if they're fighting the same kind of winter that Minnesota gets. When people are not used to a certain type of weather, it has a very hard effect on them. This is why flooding in Texas is horrible because Texas rain is an acceptable level and when it gets to India monsoon level, it is terrible for the local government to know how to fix that. And God has been saying that the disasters that will come on America, the natural disasters, the flood, the fire, local governments are going to be stumped because they will not know how to handle it. A short time after that, if this prophecy was September 22, then I will say reliably 10 days later, October 2nd, the Lord came back again with this water and he said that America will go under the proud waves and will be covered by the sea. So I already went into this without even knowing that I was going into it. Parts of Illinois and Louisiana will be covered by water. Coastal cities will face much damage in the years ahead because natural disasters are about to become the plague of the moment in America. Disasters and disaster relief are about to become the new face of American tragedy that we will see on the news. Excuse me, please. As God allows judgment on a people who have refused to change their beliefs to line up with his. This is a very accurate, perfect description of how things are now. A nation that refuses to change its beliefs to line up with God's beliefs, that continues to push in the transing direction, the drag queening is okay for children direction, the common core broken education direction, as far away from what God wants as possible. The Lord says that we will see disasters around the world as a prelude to the fulfillment of this scripture, the distress of nations. Distress of nations means that countries will start having very hard blows, very devastating events that will bring on grief and tears people will start to go through very hard circumstances. And he says, these circumstances will evoke powerful emotional responses, usually of woe, helplessness, and depression. And this is what God spoke to Ezekiel the prophet in Ezekiel chapter two. He called Ezekiel and he told him, this is your calling and this is your scroll. And Ezekiel said that when he opened the scroll, which is the calling that God will give each prophet, everybody gets a scroll. Ezekiel said that his scroll was woe, lamentation, and distress. And that is the identical scroll that I have from God. God said that the governments will be very hard hit to know what to do because disaster relief usually doesn't have to operate at this level. And he says, disaster relief also does not exist in many countries. They don't have the infrastructure. Said many governments are quite poor 
they don't have the finances, they don't have the resources, they don't have the reach to respond adequately, for instance, to a sinkhole opening up in the middle of the city at rush hour and 600 cars just dropping in there, that kind of thing. He said, compared to the scale of help that you use on an ordinary day in any city or country, and the kind of help that you need when there is a large-scale natural event, natural disaster, they are worlds apart. The Lord said that this place called Kamau, Kamau, I googled later and I found out that Kamau is in Vietnam. He said that Kamau will have a tropical mudslide, landslide, something like that. And that is what it means, distress of nations. He said, when homes are buried underneath mud, that is distress. But when people are buried in those homes, that is disaster. America will have multiple natural disasters, hurricanes, tornadoes, fire, drying up of the lakes and rivers, desertification. This is prime farming land prime animal husbandry land, even parks, places that people can enjoy nature. He said it will all start drying up and turn to desert as part of his judgment. Extreme winds, storms, and also preliminary flooding. And he said all of this is the starting lashes on the back of America because she has made her forehead very hard against the Lord. And God is warning other nations, and he says that this is the fate of every nation that will reject God. Every nation that is stumbling the teaching of God's word. Muslim countries, please hear if any of you are watching from your countries. Countries that prevent the teaching of the word. He said nations that forbid the name of Jesus. Winds, storms, rain, mudslide, earthquake, desert, drying up of your wells, your rivers, your lakes, your seas, eating up your natural resources. Maybe you make a lot of money with the oil, you go to pump it and then nothing will come out but sand. Natural resources running out, struggling for water, fighting for water that eventually turns into war for water also. I spoke about this very water war in two prophecies. One of them you can't find. It, it's called disease and zombies in America. The other one where people were fighting for water is called future events and the loss of the sea. So this is what distress of nations sounds like, and this is what it will be like. On that same day, October the 2nd, God began to talk of America's hermaphrodite army. A hermaphrodite is a person who has male and female body parts at the same time. And God said, America will have a hermaphrodite army. An army, ladies and gentlemen, is not six or seven people. This thing that we are watching now where people, you know, you watch a few videos here and you watch a few conversations there and you see a few parades here. And most people sit at home and shake their head and say, what's happening to this country? There is an army being birthed while we watch, there's an army, God called it an army, which means that, you know how an army is? An army is an organization that has strict rules, that has a recruitment process. I'm sure you're already understanding where I'm going with this. 
You're watching your children being radicalized as we speak. Your children who were raised by you, even if you're not a Christian, were raised to know who a father is in the house, what a brother looks like, and what a mother and a sister looks like. Even the baby knows this is Timmy and this is Samantha. But they're being radicalized under specific agendas. So an army is an organization that has joining rules. It has a recruitment process. And then you join. And when you join the army, what happens, army people? You are trained and you are told that your loyalty to the family and even to your particular town or city that you signed up from comes second to the army. Your loyalty is to the army. So if you're wondering why these children are all dyeing their hair one color, if you're wondering why, if you try to have a conversation with them, they are so combative and they are so militant, and yet they all give the same responses. That's because the spirit recruiting them into these practices is one. The spirit of God is one. Best believe that the demons in charge of certain things that are taking place in the earth speak with one voice. This is a growing army. It is a deliberate process. And at the figurehead, at the tip of the spear is Satan, but right behind him sits the United States ruling structure, making sure that people in government cannot even say on camera what a woman is. They would look at me and say, well, you know, um, it's all about what Celestial identifies as and how she feels from day to day. I would say that that's what describes what she is. That's why we're living in a modern world where suddenly everyone who is at a job needs to have him, her, she, them, they under their name, just in case we can't be sure by looking at the beard and the wide face and the thick neck with the Adam's apple, sturdy chest. If we can't tell by looking at that, what he, her, she, them, Zezu are, then he will write it underneath to help us navigate, just in case our eyes are unable to detect reality. This is happening deliberately, and this is army recruitment. God said this army is rising up. Please hear, men with breasts, I discussed this just a day ago, Women with no breasts, and God says that this lack of breasts is by choice. People have chosen to have mastectomies, so there is no cancer, there is no sickness. The breasts are not wanted because they are fighting the internal reorganization of thought that says the breasts are wrong, not because they were actually envisaged by the master creator, Jesus, as wrong. They're wrong because they don't line up with the new picture that I feel. I feel the breasts are wrong, and so the breasts must go. God says you're not sick. Cancer isn't ravaging you so that you have to cut these things off. He says your sickness is in the mind. He says you have removed your femalehood and put on what pertains to the male. Man, you are effeminate. You have removed malehood and put on what pertains to the woman. And I spoke of this earlier in the year where I said with shock, it was when God revealed to me that a man should not put on what belongs to a woman and a woman should, is not talking about the pants wearing, 
God is saying that when you put off being a man, to put off something in old English means you literally reject it. To put on something means that you embrace it and take it upon yourself as yours. The man has put off malehood to put on what belongs to the woman. This is why men twice my size are standing before us all now and saying that they are biological females. And we are expected to say, but of course, I can see that. That is what it means to put on. It is basically to reject the existing status quo in reality in order to assume as reality something else. And I said that I was humbled that God knew this all the way back then, that this brand new end of day transition out of and into, made it into scripture from long ago and is proving itself to be prophetic now. God says that the hermaphrodite army, growing breasts, but you still have your downstairs intact, cutting off breasts, but the womb is still in there because it is terrifyingly shocking to the body surgery to have that thing pulled out of there when nothing is wrong with it. The Lord says that you must repent. You are in the ends of times and time is short for your judgment. If you do not repent of this error, you will receive the penalty of your error in the body. Please listen to these penalties. Those hormone treatments will not go well for you. God says that they will kill you. These treatments that they are having, I don't know what they are. He says they will not go well. They will kill you. They will make you so sick. He said you will have many complications and you will end up with illnesses that are very rare. And because they are rare, they are very hard to treat. He said you will be sick for no reason. And when they finally trace it to those breast implants that you had because you're a man who wanted the breasts, he says it will be too late for you. Those things would have infected you in the male tissue and you will be laid to rest. He said that you will get cancer, hemorrhoids, if you are listening, repent. Violent vomiting without rest as your body is rejecting all the things that you are doing to it because you have rejected me and you have rejected the idea that I am a perfect creator who made you. You are trying to make your body do things I did not create it to do. And this is pride because you are saying that I did not know how to build it better than you. I was seeing very violent rejection of this hormone, hormone therapy thing for both men and women. God says that people will lose all their hair. God says that people will start suffering from sudden paralysis. God says that people will start to get stroke because of complications with the things that they're doing to their body. You will have strokes because of the cocktail of death that these doctors are pumping into your vein. It will be a slow death because of your pride.
sexual diseases will come upon you because you have mutilated yourself down there. Horrible mutilations that people are doing to themselves. God says it will get infected beyond what medical science is able to fix quickly and that will take people away. You have sinned against me very greatly by taking up a scalpel against yourself. Return to me, I said. Cast aside these delusions of grandeur. Cast aside these ideas that you have a godlike ability to redesign a body like I designed a body. Turn, I have said to many of you, turn. I have stood in the roadway to block you. God says that many people like this have really had to fight to get access to the treatment and they don't know it was him blocking them in their love. They were complaining and saying that the medical society doesn't have enough gay rights, trans rights, uh, puberty blocker rights. Why do they have to wait until they were 18? They were constantly trying to game the system to get the changes that they needed. And God said, you didn't understand. It was so hard because he loved you so much that he wanted to keep you the way you were. And he stood in the way to block you. You really had to work to get past me, he said. It was me delaying your surgery. It was me speaking through your mother's mouth, telling you to stop. It was me speaking through your family's mouth, saying, don't do this. I was the one who denied you three times when you requested pills, when you requested treatment, when you requested surgery for everything you wanted to do to destroy your body. You pushed past me. You overrode me. You found another way. You insisted that you wanted to do this. And now you will see the results of human pride, how it tears and destroys human bodies. Repent, therefore, that your soul may be saved. And this is how God is. He's constantly telling me when they keep asking you and asking you, simply tell them that I have told you that the soul is of infinite worth more than the body. Why? Because the Bible says that this thing will turn to dust and fall here. This thing isn't going to heaven. It's staying right here in the dirt. To all who will enter into the Lord's kingdom, even those who will be put into hell, every human being will be given an incorruptible body. And that is why it's so important to decide where you're going. You will enjoy that incorruptible body that can't die in heaven, but to have something that can't be destroyed, constantly burning and remaking and burning and remaking in the lake of fire, it's not a good look. It is not what the father wants for his children. And so he says, even if you are already sick, even if they've already told you that it's only two weeks left, repent and save your soul because the soul is worth more than the body. These last prophecies were given to me on October the 6th, 2022. The first thing that God said is it does, industrial manufacturing will come to a halt. America won't be producing much anymore. And I saw that that accelerated greatly in the era of Obama. In that prophecy called the honeycomb and bouquet, I saw that when the time of Obama came, many of the factories were dark. So it's either because robot automation will be the wave of the future, but anyway, human beings working in factories. America will go down and God said the manufacturing will go exclusively to these places. Vietnam, Korea, China, Thailand. He says all these nations outstrip America because they have an abundance of cheap labor 
and their importance of being able to work night and day, night and day. We don't keep our factories working night and day here. We don't have people to be working constantly back-to-back -back night shifts. In these places, people work by shifts. They live in these small, uncomfortable dorms and things like that for their companies. And so the cheap labor in Vietnam, Korea, China, Thailand, so those places will eventually win out over American effectiveness. And God says that manufacturing in America will halt and these countries will have it all. He also said America will go into recession and a financial crisis is coming. Both of these have been covered extensively. And he said this will be great depression levels of hardship where the majority will not have work. And this is across all sectors. This is not just about wage crisis. This is not just about all oh, the unemployment market is shrinking, blah, blah, blah or is growing. This is about the fact that the Lord said vital industries like the fast food industry in America are going to totally close down. And McDonald's is what he named, is going to feel this um, fast food industry in America completely shutting down. And the company he mentioned as an example is McDonald's. And people may say, yes, let them go out of business. They're not healthy anyway and all that. But God says, beware that every single thing that happens in these prophecies carries a trigger or a ricochet effect, a ripple effect. One thing doesn't just happen and then it's capped off. When people lose access to cheap food in this country, it will trigger unrest like you can't believe. Why? Because McDonald's feeds millions. It's accessible, quick food for many low-budget families, including the homeless. We just talked about good food, the right food being priced out of the reach of the average household and climbing every day. So when the feeders of the masses can't make bank anymore, they can't turn a profit anymore, when they can't get resources anymore, when the bread and the oil and the potatoes for the fries and the meat for the burger goes away and everything, Losing access to cheap food will be a major problem in the American society and economy. And that is where the beginnings of the famine that I have been talking about comes from. The Lord said that metal industries in America will shut down. They won't be making any more steel here. The factories are going to lay off workers by the thousands as we go through the worst recession we've ever seen. Lastly, the Lord spoke of coinage. He said that coins will lose their value as the metal for production becomes scarce and more expensive. And eventually America is going to stop using the quarter, the dime, the nickel, and the round dollar. And we will be using the notes only. Many countries have already stopped using coins because they just don't have the pure metal for it anymore. And he said that the coins will lose value because the metal will be harder to find and it will be pricier if you do find it. And the government will get eventually tired of mixing tin in their stuff. They'll just do away with it altogether and it will be a note society. These are the words of the Lord, October and November, I mean, September and October, 2022. I'm Celestial and this is the Master's Voice. May God bless you. In the midst of all things, our God is there. Prophecy comes to turn the heart back to God. If your heart is not being turned back to seek your father, when you hear these things, you're watching, you're watching, you're listening, you're listening. 
Your mind is full of questions and yet the one answer which is true, ask yourself, what is the answer that has kept this woman sitting here the same day after day, week after week, month after month? She keeps coming back. What is propelling this woman? What is sustaining this woman? What is keeping this person that I don't know? It's the God that I'm always telling us to look for. That's who is keeping this channel, this person. That is who, at the, who is at the center of all these prophecies. When he says tsunami coming to New York, who will look towards the tsunami? Who will say, Celestial, when will these things be? And who will say, I don't care about the date. I'm going to go back to Psalm 91 again and read verse 7 that says, a thousand by my side, 10,000 on my right hand. I'm guessing that a tsunami will take more than a thousand and more and more than 10,000. So over myself and these children, I need to begin to declare verse 7, a thousand, 10,000, but it shall not come nigh me. Christ at the center of the prophecies. Christ saying, put your eye on me. Look back to me. Take your eyes off the TV as the ponies are racing in their little fake race. Who will fix their eyes on God? The promise in Isaiah 26 and 3 is perfect peace. Perfect peace. Who will look everywhere? There's no telling what's going to go on in here. May God bless you and keep you until I see you again. Stay in the way of the Lord Jesus Christ. Goodbye.